Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Monday, January 10th, 2022. I'm your host, Doug Reed. You can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. That's R-E-I-D and the number's 34. Always looking for feedback, comments, thoughts, what you'd like to see. Uh, please feel, friend, feel free to send me a note, DM. This is Sports Ethos Presentation. And if you're not already following us, I highly recommend uh, you follow a couple of our Twitter accounts. One uh, is just a general wagering account. It's Ethos Wagering, E-T-H-O-S Wagering. You get all kinds of comments, thoughts uh, on games. You'll get our free play today. Blake LaWatch from our wagering division is on free play. He won yesterday. I'll get to his play in college basketball a little later in the show. Uh, but follow us there for some great updates. And also, uh, take a moment to follow Ethos Fantasy BK, BK for basketball on Twitter. It is the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed out there. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides much more analysts too. Again, that's Ethos Fantasy BK uh, on Twitter. Highly recommend you follow both of those accounts. So a little bit of a recap. What I'd like to do on Mondays is just do a little bit of a recap of the weekend, what we saw out there, and then get into the board. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, It was a crazy weekend in sports, as weekends tend to be this time of the year. So a lot of of great games, a lot of upsets. Uh, I'll start off with college basketball. It was a weekend of a lot of ranked teams going down. Uh, We saw Baylor, number one ranked team, win and cover at TCU, uh, 76-64. Uh, then we saw number two Duke get upset at home by Miami. And welcome to the ACC. I think Duke is the class of the league. I think they'll win the league. I think they'll uh, win the conference tournament. But I think this just goes to show as much as the ACC is down this year and everybody's been ragging on uh, the league in general, it's still the ACC. You still have an incredible wealth of talent in there. Sure, Duke's the class of the league, but this just goes to show if Miami can walk into Cameron Indoor Stadium on a Saturday and knock off Duke. Uh, they only knocked him off by two points, 76-64, but Duke was a 14.5-point favorite. So welcome to the ACC. I think we're going to see a few more of those upsets. I don't know if it's going to be Duke going down, but a few more of those upsets. Uh, um, we saw Purdue, the third-ranked team, squeak out a seven-point victory at Penn State. They were favored by 9.5 didn't cover. Purdue's looked good, uh, but they've, they're have they a little hot and cold lately. Uh, about a month ago, they were ranked number two and looked dominant. And I think as they roll into the Big Ten schedule, uh, they're going to do well. And I would probably still pick them to win the Big Ten and win the tournament, Big Ten tournament. Um, But who knows? You never know in the Big Ten. Michigan State's coming on fast. uh, And it's going to be, as always, a great battle in that conference. Uh, We saw my Providence Friars. I absolutely love this team. Still, I think, flying under the radar. They're number 16 in the country. Uh, They were favored by three and a half at home against St. John's. They won 83-73, so easily covered. Do do not sleep on this team. If you're looking for a a fun team to handicap, I would look at the Providence Friars. Um, In the Big East, it's always a challenge, but not a traditional basketball power, and I think the market, and I think people are still sleeping on them. So I'm going to be watching them going forward. Then I'm just going to hit on a few uh, the bigger losses. Texas came in number 14. They're at Oklahoma State. Now, Oklahoma State was favored by two and a half, but the Longhorns lost 64-51. Alabama, number 15, at Mizzou. Missouri has been brutal this year, inconsistent and brutal. Uh, Alabama came in a 14 and a half point favorite and lost by six. Lost 92-86 at Mizzou. That was one of the shockers. Next to the Duke loss to me, that was the biggest shock of the week. You see Iowa State, number 11, 
went to Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma was favored by six and a half, so this isn't a huge shock, I guess. But coming in at number 11 against an unranked Oklahoma team, I thought it'd be a little closer. They lost 79-66. Oklahoma State uh, covered the six and a half quite easily. And then later in the day, we saw Colorado State, uh, who's number 20, go into San Diego State. Now, San Diego State was a two and a half point favorite, so it's not a shock that they won. But they beat Colorado State 79-49. Beat them by 30 points. Bit of an eye-opener. Colorado State will probably be dropping, probably out of the top 25 after that loss. So it should be interesting to see how they how they rebound. So that's just some of the games that I caught on Saturday. Sunday was a little bit of a slower slate. Um, lighter slate, pardon me. But some big upsets, some great games uh, in college basketball on Saturday. And we roll into Sunday in the NFL. And what a wacky week 18. The first week 18 in the history of the NFL. Uh, and I don't think the NFL figured it would be this crazy. And if they did, they'd have been doing a week 18s a long time ago. A lot of uh, playoff implications. Pittsburgh Steelers had to win. They pulled out an overtime win. And then Vegas and the LA Chargers. As long as one of those two teams, Pittsburgh, sorry, as long as one of those two teams won, the Steelers were in the playoffs. It just couldn't end in a tie. And what do you know? On a Sunday night game, the game goes into overtime. After a huge comeback by the Chargers, uh, I think they converted like six fourth downs, including a couple fourth and nine, fourth and tens. Just a fantastic uh, performance by Justin Herbert. Get into overtime. Unfortunately, uh, kind of a coaching mistake, in my my opinion. Called a timeout. It looked like the Raiders were content to run the clock out and the game in a tie. Uh, San Diego calls a timeout, which had some time, uh, or which allows basically the Raiders to run another play, kick a field goal. They lose. LA Chargers, see you later. You're out. Pittsburgh sneaks into the playoffs. Crazy uh, Sunday night game to end a crazy weekend. Biggest upset of the weekend uh, was Jacksonville. Twenty. They came in 14 and a half point underdogs uh, to Indianapolis, and they pull out a 26 to 11 win. So they come in 14 and a half underdogs. They win by 15. That had to be one of the shockers of the year. Uh, knocked Indy out of the playoffs as well, which. I wasn't on that game, but I certainly did not see that uh, that happening. And the news broke earlier today that the Minnesota Vikings, off their 31-17 win over the Chicago Bears, uh, neither team making the playoffs, and neither team has a coach for next year. Uh, the Vikings fired Mike Zimmer, either late tonight or early this morning, and the Bears fired Matt Nagy. No surprise, really. Both teams underperformed. I think especially the Vikings, but both teams underperformed. And Chicago will and uh, Chicago will once again be in the hunt for a coach, which seems to be a fairly consistent thing every couple of years for them. Uh, but the Vikings will also be looking to replace Zimmer, who I think had lost a locker room and was not really uh, doing what he was hired to do. Uh, in the NHL, there was one game that caught my eye. Boston uh, went into Tampa Bay and won five two. I'm going to be on bo- game with Boston later today. Bruins been playing some good hockey. Uh, they've won four of their last five. They seem to be getting healthy, and they're making their, which seems to be an annual. Uh, as the clock, as the as the year turns over to a new year, the Bruins seem to wake up and get their playoff run started. And I think they're on that pace. But five two win at Tampa is an impressive uh, victory on the ice uh, for the Bruins. So that's a little bit of a recap of the weekend. Uh, let's get right to hitting the boards. Talk about some games for today that I like. Uh, not a ton of action, and that's obviously because there's this big college football game we'll get to at the end uh, between Georgia and Alabama for the national championship. 
But to start, uh, college basketball, there's one game that did, does catch my eye. It's kind of at the end of the night, Oregon, Oregon State. Um, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Ducks come in, uh, four and a half point favorite over Oregon State. Uh, the Ducks have been playing uh, under Dana Altman some decent ball this year. Oregon State uh, struggled. They had a few bad losses at home. Uh, they've looked to right the ship in the last few games at home uh, specifically. But what I'm on here is a total of 137. Uh, I think the obviously an in-state rival. Neither team is great at shooting free throws, uh, but more, but but both teams are also struggling uh, on on the defensive side of the ball. So I think there should be some points scored. I think this is going to be a close game. Four and a half points means it's coming down to a couple late game buckets. Uh, I think it stays close, and I've got the total looking more than 141, 142 ish. Uh, and when you look at a Ken Palm, Bart Torkovic, uh, Jeff Sager, and they have a, th- those systems all have the totals in the low 140s as well. So I'm going to side uh, with those models, and I'm going to be on uh, the over of 137 as it sits right now. So that's my one playing college basketball. Uh, we also have uh, from Blake LaWatch, and if you don't follow him already, he's the head of our sports uh, gaming group here at Sports Ethos. Uh, you can follow him at Twitter at Blake LaWatch, which is B-L-A-K-E-L-A-W-A-T-C-H. And Blake loves to take first half numbers in college basketball, the sides of the totals. So for our free play today at Sports Ethos, he's got the first, uh, between Southern and Bethune-Cookman, he's got the first half over 63.5. So first half over 63.5, he got it at uh, minus 105. If you want to find the write-up, find a little more detail on that, uh, go to our Sports Ethos Twitter, and you will be able to click through, which will send you to our site, and you'll get Blake's overview of the game um, there. Blake does a great job. It's a market that a uh, lot, a lot of people have a lot of expertise in. So when you can get someone like Blake uh, giving you that that first half numbers, first half analysis, we're going to get him on the show hopefully soon, and he can give you a little more detail on how he finds out what he looks at. But he does a great job, and it's a fun market to be in. So. Again, that's Southern at uh, Bethune-Cookman today, and he's got the first half over 63.5. On to the NBA. Uh, there's, I think, about eight games in the NBA tonight. Uh, a couple that I like, not on a lot of them. Just trying to pull up my uh, sheets here. And Utah's going to Detroit. They're 11-point favorites. At first blush... At first thought, I kind of like Detroit, but they've got blown out lately. Now, I know uh, Gobert isn't playing for Utah, but they lost a couple games last week, but I think close to 30 points. So this game is a complete fade for me. Milwaukee, uh, two-point favorites against Charlotte on the road. 
probably lean to Charlotte here, but it's tough in such a small line like that with Giannis playing. Um, fading that game is get, again the game. The first game I'm on is Indy plus six and a half at Boston. I'm not a huge fan of the Pacers, and they'll be missing Brogdon, which is going to hurt. But the Celtics, even at home, are just too inconsistent for me. Do they win this game? Probably. Do they win by six and a half? I'm thinking maybe it's more of a one or two possession game. So I'm going to be on uh, the Pacers at plus six and a half in this one. Uh, San Antonio is in the back-to-back two road games. They travel to the Knicks. They're missing a number of players in COVID protocols. They're six-point underdogs. Totals 212.5. I kind of lean San Antonio here, but again, second game back-to-back in the road with a shorthanded bench. Uh, this game's a fade. The next game up is Philly traveling to Houston. Philly's 10.5. The 76ers, 10.5-point favorites. Total of 226.5. I'm actually on Houston here. Uh, my model's got Houston uh, keeping this game much closer, maybe within a one-point or one or two uh, possession game. Philly is obviously an elite team with Embiid healthy and playing. Uh, most of the roster will be there. They're out Tyrese Maxey. Um, Curry is questionable. So who, again, like I said, I think on Friday show, who runs the point? Maybe it's Korkmaz. He's had a few games, but he's been hot and cold. Uh, I just think there's too much inconsistency there and a game at Houston. Uh, I'm on the Rockets. Do they win? No, I don't think so. Do they lose by 10 and a half? I don't think so either. Uh, so I'm on the Rockets there. Next game of the night is Brooklyn at Portland. Uh, Portland's playing back-to-back games at home. Brooklyn's coming in on rest. Minus nine and a half uh, for the Nets. 228 total. I think this is a little high, uh, I would, but it's hard to, you know, first thought, a little high, maybe lean to Portland. But they are so banged up with Lillard out probably for the year uh, with C.J. McCollum still out. Uh, I don't really think they have a chance in this game. So laying nine and a half with Brooklyn could be done, but that's a big number, I think, to, to, to lay on the road. And the final game of the night is in Sacramento, where you have Cleveland, who's in back-to-back road games um, in the middle of a road. I think it's a second game of a six-game road trip for Cleveland. You've got Sacramento, who's in back-to-back. They're on the road last night, but they're at home. Cleveland comes in as a five-point favorite, total of 220. Uh, I'm actually on Sacramento on this game. I you know, I don't know that Sacramento wins, but I think playing at home, both teams are on back-to-backs. I get that, but Sacramento's at home and laying five. I like Cleveland. Fun to watch. Uh, great young team. Uh, I'm just not sure I want to lay five. So in the NBA tonight, I'm on Indy plus six and a half at Boston. I'm on Houston plus ten and a half at Philly. And I'm on Sacramento plus five and a half at home versus Cleveland. So taking three underdogs, which is not a trend I always do, but uh, taking three underdogs. Uh, in the association tonight. On to the ice, there is a couple games in the NHL uh, that I find quite interesting tonight. Boston uh, is a, is uh, playing Washington. Now, the Bruins are favored in minus 105 on the money line. In hockey, I tend to bet, usually bet one unit, um, just, just one unit straight. You'll see a lot of games in hockey where the favorites minus 130, minus 140, up to minus 180, 190. Uh, I think, you know, there's Colorado game. They were minus 300, almost 400 recently. I'm not going to touch those kind of games. You can't be betting four units to win one. Uh, so I just bet one unit usually. Uh, but tonight with Boston, is just a slight fair to minus 105. I'll bet uh, 1.05 units to win one. I like the way they've been playing. Great win, as I said earlier in the show, at Tampa. Uh, they beat Tampa 5-2 on Saturday. They won four of their last five. Washington... 
is a very good team. And we've got uh, Ovechkin on your team. There's a good chance you're going to win every game you play. Uh, they lost 3-2 in Minnesota on Saturday. They've lost three in a row in six of the last ten. So I just think they're struggling a little. I like the way Boston's playing. And I said it on the show, when the clock turns to the new year, or the calendar turns to the new year, the Bruins in the last decade or so seem to be able to wake up and get their, not, not wake up because they've had a decent season, but they're healthy, uh, get their playoff run started. And I think they will be able to pull out the victory here. The second game uh, of the night I like is the LA Kings, and they're at home versus the Rangers. Now, if this was in New York, I'd be on the Rangers. Uh, and if the Rangers were healthy, I'd be on the Rangers because they're an exciting team doing well. Uh, but the Rangers will be out uh, their starting goalie, uh, Shirkskin, and Panarin is not playing for the Rangers. So on the road, this is the third uh, of four games on a West Coast road trip. They've split their first two. I just like them going into L.A. Or pardon me. I like L.A. at home in this game. Um, they've been playing well. They won three three and two in their last five at home. They're on a, I think this is their sixth game in a row at home. So they've been playing well at home. Clearly, I believe, straight up, Rangers are a better team. But I like this. The, uh, I just like the spot for the Kings. Minus 115. So I'll be on them in that game. And then the final uh, game to talk about is in college football. The season is ending in college football. And lo and behold, I think if we'd have chatted at the start of the year, myself and most people would have said, well, Alabama's probably the best team and Georgia's the second best team or vice versa. And look look at who we have in the championship game. Georgia Bulldogs against the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, Georgia's minus three favorites, total of 52.5. These two teams met a little over a month ago in the SEC championship game. Georgia came in as a six and a half point favorite. And I regret to say I was on the Bulldogs in that game. Um, They came into that game, I think, averaging about nine points against per game. They were giving up nine points. They they have a fantastic defense, an elite defense. And Bama had a few games on the schedule um, where they they were upset in one game. They lost a couple, or pardon me, they they played a couple closer than what people thought. So people thought... Uh, Alabama and Nick Saban maybe were beatable and uh, weren't quite the team that everybody had originally thought. Strong, but not quite as strong as Georgia because Georgia was playing fantastic. Coming in as six and a half point underdogs, the Crimson Tide in the uh, neutral site SEC game proceeded to win 41-24. So if you give me a game where Nick Saban has already played someone, has had two weeks, pardon me, two weeks, had played them a month or so ago, beat them, has had two weeks to prefer, prepare for this game, he's going to scheme up some new things. He's going to throw different looks out there. And I just don't see Georgia being able to stop them once again. Now, Bama's got uh, some injuries in their secondary. I believe they're started, they're, they're number one cornerback's out and their number two defensive back has a hip injury. So they may be a little susceptible deep. But I just like the depth they bring. And they still have Bryce Young, Heisman winning quarterback under center, who had a great game against Georgia, uh, has shown that he can adapt. 
And I think the challenge that Georgia has is their QB Stetson Bennett, while he has had a great year, this is something I don't think a lot of people talk about and may be a very minor thing when you're handicapping a game, but he stands 5'10". And I think when you're playing against a team like Alabama, which basically has a almost NFL level uh, defensive line coming at you, they don't necessarily have to get a bunch of sacks. They just need to get a little bit of pressure. They don't need to necessarily get in the backfield right away or uh, all the time. But when you've got a quarterback stands 5'10", they're just getting their hands up. They're blocking balls. I think you're going to see some uh, passes knocked down by the line. And I think you're going to see him get a little rattled. I don't think he's, I mean, I think he's a very good quarterback. He's not the quarterback I don't think Bryce Young is. And I just think that Bama's offense showed in that game that they can beat any defense. And I think they'll continue to do that tonight. I don't think it's going to be uh, a blowout like it was a month ago. I think it's going to be a very close game. However, catching three points, I'm definitely on Bama. I, I think Bama money line play is probably a good call, but I'm happy to take three points. Uh, with the Crimson Crimson Tide. Never in my life have I yelled the words Roll Tide. But at the end of the night tonight, I'm hoping I'll be yelling Roll Tide as I'm running around uh, with that victory in my pocket. So yes, I am on the Crimson Tide, catching three in the national championship game. uh, And I expect Nick Saban to bring home another championship uh, for his trophy. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, But quickly before I sign off, I do want to remind you about Manscaped. Um, if you go to Manscaped, use the coupon code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. Also, uh, check out our pals at mybookie.ag. If you haven't already gotten a, a membership, or pardon me, if you haven't already gotten an account there, use the, use the code HOOPBALL, uh, again, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, when you sign up, it's on the third page of the sign up to unlock the deposit matches there. Uh, and it's a great sports book if you're looking to uh, get some action tonight with my Alabama Crimson Tide or the Boston Bruins or the Oregon State Oregon over 137. Any of those picks, you can go to uh, mybookie.ag. Again, use the code hoopball on the third page at sign up and unlock the deposit bonuses there. So, Hope you enjoyed the show. It's a quick show today. Uh, lots of games. Exciting national championship game tonight, which will be fun to watch. And hope everyone has a great day.